Hello and welcome to the podcast on jfm.co. This week, we're shedding light on what a leader and a politician mean to the African youth. Please remember to share remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy! This podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa, nice people, taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life, beyond the boundaries of taste with multi-cuisine dining outlets, bars and well-appointed rooms, promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, going anywhere, starts here. Integration of young people into key strategic leadership roles is essential for sustainable economic development and the survival of Africa. Despite historical evidence of young people's contributions in driving changes in political systems, they face multiple forms of silent discrimination and limited opportunities to participate in formal and informal leadership roles. You see, the challenge of youth integration into key strategic leadership roles in Africa, let's say Kenya, for instance, has to do with the mistrust and greed of leaders who refuse to change or charge young people with the responsibility to lead and be part of decision-making process. There is a lack of youth representation in key strategic positions in Africa. Failure to make advances in developing and capacitating young people to take up leadership roles is an awful delay and a decay of the future that we so aspire to build. Kenya cannot consider itself as a world leader considering the excessive looting of state resources, unaccountable government officials, and lack of decisive leadership as a result of suppressing the vibrant participation of young people in leadership position a dysfunctional and destructive crop of leaders is prevailing at the expense of young people. So to put this into perspective, we have Sam Mwasho, who is a Diani resident, and Jacob Mutua, who happens to be a researcher. Welcome, guys. So today we're asking a simple question. Is Africa ready for youth leadership? Uh, when we talk of Africa and we are talking about leadership, I think what we need most is just uh, mature leadership. What do you mean by mature leadership? Um, that is not driven by greed, is not driven by lack of purpose. Like we've seen, as it is the case right now, our leaders just want to be leaders for the sake of being leaders. Their goal is not to empower their community or rather uh, bring about substantial change or development. But you know there's a difference between leadership and politicians altogether. Same shit, different toilet. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I see it. Because when you talk of politics, politics is, uh, <coughs> is an avenue hmm. for leadership. Yeah. If you get into politics, you're seeking positions of leadership. I think there's some distinctive, you know, difference altogether in light of those two 
kind of roles where a politician basically is apart from doing what he does best and leaders leaders are more for the people compared to their own selfish gain if you, you, have, see, like, if you have a good uh, politician is there a good politician there are a lot of good politicians none you that never get voted for kama mimi there's a clear difference uh only that we've assumed that any politician is is a leader yeah the j type yeah, yeah kind of argument yeah because angalia j the the guys who are there in the 80s the sankaras the 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 ganan president you know mzee patris lumumba ule katwa vipande vipande unaweza kubali hiyo kipigwa laki mbili unatulia mzee no acha kwambie kitu moja 50 years from now eh mm. uh, misinformed misinformed youth mm. will be talking of uh, who being a great president they'll be talking of moi being a great president uh, they'll be talking just the same way we talk of uh, past leaders of being great leaders you mean to say not misinformed youths but youths who are not keen to read history yes because if you say so all that you read about uh, Jomo Kenyatta Hayati is it uh, do buy it right now it depends how deep into research you go you'll have both both sides of the stories out there it's always black and white out there you have the good you know the good history being the good decisions and and shared about the president because he's dead as we often do when a person dies we always say the good things but then you'll have the critics as well and if you are keen enough and you dig deep enough and you do your research properly you'll be able to see both sides and understand them although you can't appreciate really um the depth of maybe the depth of uh torture or uh, misappropriation of funds uh, torture of politicians you, you might not be able to actually identify with that because you're not living in that time but do you know for a fact that uh, you can actually back that up with with the law that was there during that time that precisely you know the president was above the law you know and everything that he, da- he did or does currently you cannot you know jail him for decisions that he made on behalf of a people personally think huh? uh we just want good leadership eh? uh, i won't care if it's an old person leading the nation or it's a young person leading the nation so long as we're going to have good leadership i think that's what it should take to have a good country what makes one a good leader what makes one a good leader yeah that's a good question but i think a good leader is someone who's been tried the country according to what the law says less corruption less assassinations uh, you, you know what i'm saying i think you mean to say no assassinations yeah no corruption no, yeah no corruption no assassinations no i actually think uh, you see uh, mbs eh? Who is MBS? Crown uh, megabytes per second, I think. Oh, ni megabytes, ama ni MBS. Crown Prince from for Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. Uh, just a few days back, the uh, kingdom executed, I think, 37 people. For I don't know what crime they committed exactly. But the point I'm trying to say is, sometimes you have to do what you have to do to run the country. And that might involve um, taking care of some people. Jay, you are a believer in what kind of leadership governance? I prefer having a... It's not a dictatorial one. It's called... Uh, Anything that uh, the politi- 
politicians are not being chosen by the masses. Isn't it what we already Capitalism. experiencing so far? Yeah, more of a totalitarian. Ni to nini? Totalitarian. Total. Okay, Jay. Uh, the king, oh, king of Saudi Arabia, uh, he killed the seven people. Eh? I think the, the government, law, not eh, the, king. Eh, the, the government, eh? punished, punished, not killed. Uh, actually, those guys were executed. They were With, executed within the law. Yeah, it was within the law of that country. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, good leadership. What I mean, eh? okay, basically, I mean, let's give a good example outside Africa. Start saying that uh, Dubai in 1990. Nairobi was better than Dubai in 1990. But as you look as, as, as by now, Dubai is way much further than we are, Kenya as a country. I think so I so think what attributed to that is good leadership. Yeah, that's, that's one, one, one side of the coin. Um, to bring back to your question, whether Africa is ready for youthful, yeah, youthful leadership youthful or leadership. is it youth leadership? Um, I think... I'll argue it this way. I think in Africa we have a lot of challenges in a broad spectrum of you know of sectors, beginning from water, sanitation, hygiene, transport, health, you know, education, energy. You can go on and on and on. You know, there's so much, so much issues out there. Africa has varying climates as well. The problem we have is we we bring politics into everything, all, all these sectors. sectors. And I don't think we need politics to get people water, right? Mm-hmm. All they need to see is water, right? So you as a youth, you can do your part. You have to, you know, be responsible. You have to show the passion. And you don't have to be in government to deliver some of these some of these issues we have a lot of private sectors out there which are led by youths lots of innovations out there being led by youth and all of them are trying to address these challenges so i would say uh, and as much as we're discussing this i think something is happening already on the ground we have youths out there with great minds innovative coming up with solutions looking for fa- fa- financial support from whatever they can get and actually they're doing a great great job um so my My perspective is the government need to embrace these people. They need to identify with them. They need to say actually we have something going on here and it's going to help us to drive us to push us to accelerate attaining our goals in the short term. And they should support them and provide an environment that actually doesn't um doesn't make them think of going elsewhere to do their things. By that I mean Uh, most of the youth they try to do whatever they want to do in the country for example in Kenya but then they, you realize you know the tax laws are not conducive for you um you end up going to Tanzania or Uganda to do your you know whatever whatever you know the, the innovation that you'd come up with uh if you look at Uganda there's a lot of uh uh very interesting programs that actually being led by youths and uh, they're doing a good job uh all the way from menstrual hygiene addressing those kind of issues you know you you, you can look at the whole health spectrum and you'll, you'll see youth youth are leading you know in this sector so to me i think um 
youth have to say to identify what skills they have where they can contribute go ahead and do that not just to sit down or think and believe that they can only make a change by going through government becoming politicians and then being able to that, that's actually the ultimate um, quality of a leader you know whereby you focus more on delivering because i think as uh, and i like how you put it jacob I think one of the challenges we are facing as young people is that we we are so keen to go the political way. See na pesa haraka. But this this eh? for example uh, you are youth eh? you've come up with a good program you're running the, the, you're helping you're doing something good for the community umekuwa famous nini sikia hapo watu wanaanza CJ usimame si Jacob usimame kitu umeelewa so when you go there you end up losing your focus you know you become a politician. <laughs> That's why I think the, <laughs> getting, there's a difference between a leader and a politician. When, when you become a politician, as you are going to become a radicalization, just all of a sudden you become greedy. <laughs> when you go to Rome, you do what Romans do. Best. You do as Romans do. I think, I think you are first a leader. Okay? Politics is a tool to exactly. help us attain our goals, to help us stay on, you know, on the right path. That is what you call politics. It is it is that thing that is actually keeping checks and balances. So we really do need politics wherever we go, even in private in the private sector. It's always there. Now, in in light of what you're saying, the clear difference in terms of definition, um, a politician's main concern is how to acquire power, and having done so, how to manipulate this power to his own or her own advantage. A leader on the other hand is more concerned about providing the resources and opportunities to those he or she is tasked to lead. So that's the clear differentiation between who a politician is and who a leader is. So building building on that I think we we ought to give the government some credit as well. I'm going to talk about the government of Kenya and I'm sure the governments in Africa are doing similar things. There was a nice program by uh, honorable Mvuria County Government Kwale um, about educating youths you know giving them that opportunity to gain that knowledge to gain that understanding to gain that you know those papers that they need for them to be able to actually proceed and achieve what we think we want to mm. you know because of the education levels or say to be education yeah. levels are very low down here mm. if you count you can count the number of people who've gone to universities maybe in your you know all your fingers from somebody but right now that number is right now that number has been going up yeah, yeah. because of those programs that uh, the county is, is supporting we have other private sectors as well like for example i think pestetenia master scholarship program aga khan foundation probably also has one and they're trying to increase the the number of people the number of to expose as many youths as they can to education so their minds open up and they're able to think through this this kind of issues so we we need to appreciate that um i think it's a step in the right direction yeah yes and you see uh, the, one of the things that education does for you is that uh, it empowers you you can be able to think and as we go forward as a nation you know as young people in kenya specifically let me speak of our county here Hakwale one of the things that we really need is to have uh, an enlightened youth you know because without 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 enlightenment you can't reason 
you can't see light you know but Jay, that question the, your um, your statement is a little bit tricky um Yes, you can go to school and get enlightenment or get enlightened, as you put it, being illuminated. But at the same time, critical thinking in light of seeing an issue where it is and reasoning, you don't have to go to school to do so. For instance, the issue of how this but, nation but is being see, led. The thing is, eh, uh, these challenges that we are facing mm. and the nature of the challenges as they are right now, These are global challenges like terrorism uh, like terrorism and don't not even let's not even talk about terrorism I just want to talk about a, uh, a sector like the tourism sector in Diani this is a sector that whoever is coming to manage it whether it's coming through political appointment or whichever way needs some level of exposure because right now we as, as, as a destination Diani is a destination we are not competing with just Mombasa We are competing with places like Miami, different Dubai, you know, and and you you some of these things you can only get the benefit of adding actual value to them when you're well exposed, when you're well educated. Not you know you may not be that much educated, but there is uh, some level that you need to get at to be able to add value. It's also interesting looking at the history of Kenya. I remember there's a time we had uh, a member, member of parliament, <laughs> many member of, members of parliament who never went to high school, mm-hmm. and they were leaders, right? Exactly. Um, and we trusted them to make laws, yes. right? So somebody has never seen a high school, a secondary school, is making a law for you. Um, although they rely on lawyers, but ultimately they have to understand them. As, as, sure. as you're saying, sure. um, understand them, understand the implications, know what they're going to actually, what they mean for the people. But as I happened the question that I had asked before, there's a different, a clear difference between the kind of leaders we had in the 80s and the 70s and the ones that we're having right now. You'll find the community want to recycle the same kind of people every single day and it's because they either don't have faith in these young people who want these positions or they don't fit the bill in terms of making decisions on their behalf youthful leaders that have an agenda that is clear that is going to be beneficial for the people i'm not going to uh, to in you know, a bad talk um the young leaders that are there the likes of your leader Jay Black or you and Bobo Wino you will never meet a great leader like Bobo Wino just so you know and i'm saying this for some reason eh? these are guys who have walked a very hard path you see the, the challenge we have as young people is that we feel very entitled eh? we feel like we are very smart we feel like we are very experienced That's why we always feel like we we would do better as leaders but in actual sense uh we only that's a guess that we do by our uh itself um unajipimoe mwenyewe personally you're not b- b- benchmarking on anything so once we see these young guys like what babu has achieved and i i am proud of him he has gone a very tough tough path He has taught uh, what he has done actually is uh, he's taught is uh, provided a way or rather a path a path mm. for other people to follow he's done his bit the question is what have you done mm. as a young person 
Yeah, he has played this part. He's, he's shown us that this can be done. And what has he done? What has that guy done so far in light of contribution to this country? Uh, uh, yeah, and apart from just getting a job. One thing, he has employed himself. That's the first thing. I may reduce uh, unemployment rate here, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm paying for a salary. All of you guys are the 80s leaders. Eh? I think they're not smart enough as compared to the current leaders we have. Eh? I think our, our lawmakers now, they just go there and set rules or bills that they fit themselves at that particular time. Because they know after some after a period of time they can come and modify those laws if they want amendments so, amendments eh? cuz it's all about the numbers eh they mark timing they mark timing yeah kwa sababu kiangalia kama time yeah kama kitu ya pay raise wala jamaa it goes through ikifika mambo ya agenda bills you can just see the participation your sasa unaona like you are talking about us young people being um having the potential of becoming good leaders youth a very good example of what their priorities were but wifi seriously and then you want to trust that young person with a position of leadership no priorities are important yes. priorities, right priorities. you've been living in in ukunda for many years now forever forever have you ever had a tap running for a week in your house and then you go out there and say bring me wifi seriously a conversation earlier about why we why we had leaders who were not well educated some of them didn't even step to high school but still they showed leadership demonstrated leadership compared to current the current ones under socialism uh, we can say it's more of a political and economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production distribution and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole now Kenya is 50 years we're 54 54 years yeah. very young yeah very young 54 however let us look at the majority who are in parliament right now they're probably in their 60s. 65 yeah they're about yeah and things have changed now they know we are it's all about capitalism where by uh once I'm in power uh it's all about um My, my, my kids my, my people so yeah, called tribe exactly yeah yeah exactly and that is why we have uh, our economy being controlled by the majority of the private uh, private sector and when you look at the uh, when you look at the private sector we have uh, the same same leaders owning private companies that are running the the state you know and not conflict the, of interest yeah yeah and not the state owned companies running the entire economy it's and our own people in government our own yeah. young youthful leaders doing this thing and it has nothing to do with socialism and capitalism it's just people who we don't think look at uh, the situation in uh, madagascar rofas we're seeing russians invading madagascar and the russians are, are actually dashing money to all the politicians people are not seeing that right So what are we going to do about that? And with the young guys in power right now, Nasisindo tunaongoza protests in Sudan, in Egypt, in Libya, in uh, Algeria. We are the same people who say this guy is too old in Uganda. Algeria they're doing it the right way. Uh, that's something that we've never seen on this. Why why are you saying so? So it's very peaceful. It's just interesting if it was Kenya people would be dead. Yeah. Well, we don't have an opposition party at the moment. The president is the most powerful man in the country so far. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Exactly. And that's why we're borrowing everywhere. 
that's why we're dredging at the same time we can as well you know? refuse exactly so there's no voice out there which is against the status quo so everything is a, is a mess at the moment we are yeah. priorities are, are a problem for us yeah our priorities are, are, are a right. problem first and uh, number two I think it's wrong for you to say your statement Kwambati Kenya is 54 years such a young nation no That's a very wrong statement. 54 years later, we ought to be very fat where we are, my friend. If we had good leadership. It's not just leadership. Let's be careful. I think we started off on a wrong on a wrong plan, right? The constitution was not ripe, the one we started with. And that and that was a guiding document and that's why we are where we are. It had lots of loopholes or what they like to call lacunas in in law. No, no, Jacob should not blame the constitution per se because if you look at Singapore, they had a leader connected to LKY. LKY connected to Lee Kuan Yew. That guy led that country for three decades, eh? Uh, he led the country for three decades and he transformed that country from a third world country to a first world country. So, so you're took, talking... He took an eye on his to do that. Yeah, yeah, in a period of 30 years. Eh? Yeah. So basically what I'm saying, at the same time, Singapore had a good constitution. That's what transformed the country. I think it was the, they had a good leader. The risk But, to that is that you end up having a very bad person like Idi Amin and you end up nowhere. Or you end up with a very good dictator and you end up somewhere. Name one good, good dictator you know. Paul Kagame. Only. You told me one. Come on. Okay. What makes you think Paul Kagame is a dictator? The thing is this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't really say 100% is a dictator, mm-hmm. uh, but he portrays the features. Yeah. And 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 I think he's a great leader in that he has the needs of the people at heart, right? And whatever document he puts forth as a strategy towards something. He makes sure that people who are responsible for that in the ministries yes. are actually following that to the latter. All right? And if there's a problem, he deals with it irrespective of whether you are his kinsman mm. or not. Is that leadership or not? So it's a combination. Is what is what uh, Sam is saying, Sam yeah. is saying about mm. leadership, but at mm. the same time again, you can't you can't move forward without a plan. You must have a plan which you will use. Well, Now, my point is Kagame this, without has a, a document, plan, as you can see from the, the way the way Rwanda is heading. Actually, it's borrowed everything from Kenya. We yeah. have the best strategy. Even, even the, the health the health um a strategic plan for for health they didn't write one here i had this story once somewhere um uganda went ahead and had all the conferences they usually have meetings putting together a health 2020 strategic plan vision whatever to to improve the health you know the livelihoods of the people and what kagame did was he didn't do all those meetings and spend all that money okay he took ugandas After they launched it, after it was done, he borrowed it, changed a few things in it, and that's what he implemented better than Uganda. All right? Uganda is still have grappling with the, the whole document. Some, my point is this. Listen, um, without, a, without a document or a plan, this is, also, this is what's going to happen. You will have a governor who comes into power. Let's take an example. Um, pick any county, right? Nairobi City County. Nairobi City County. You have Dr. Kidero, right? He's there, he's in power. The guy has X number of PhDs, he's learned and all that. And maybe let's assume that he, he wants to improve the lives of people. He wants to deal with the challenges, right? To do that, you must have a plan. 
five year plan mm-hmm. and a team plan, and a team all right so you put together that strategy and you say let's start with health first and then after we've put money in health and we've improved the services in all these hospitals then we can go ahead and look at energy and then we can go to roads and then we can go to this and that right and to do that we need to work with a b c d organizations um all those stakeholders and we start doing that all right the plan could be 5 years could be 10 years after 5 years i'm voted out right but i had started something there's a plan there right and then somebody else comes in let's say sonko for example he comes in and then he says ah uh, my manifesto to the people was that i'm going to give them jobs so health forget about it scratch it all the stakeholders we had all the partnerships we had forget about that i'm focusing on something employment yeah. right and then we retract back to zero and we've been doing that over and over and over and over for 54 years and that's why we're still in the same spot and i want to say this eh? you see and jacob you highlighted this you cannot talk about leadership without talking about politics leadership is important but for you to be a leader you have to be relatable for you to be relatable people have have to have feel like they can relate to you what do you um, mean by relatable approachable uh, people they can what, you know chief mnanga you remember him mm-hmm. a man of the people mm-hmm. the book he did do a man of the people no. oh, yeah, 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 I, i did but it starts by saying no one can deny that chief the honorable mnanga was the most approachable politician in the country whether you asked in his own village or in the city they will tell you he was a man, man of, the, of people. the people i didn't like nice. that book <laughs> <laughs> anyway th- that's what i'm talking about and that's an element of politics how to live with people and and these are things that i think everyone has to learn you know even in your day to day um activities even at the workplace being relatable is very important it's a skill that a lot of people overlook and it has really had uh, its its impact negative mostly if you not not well utilized and it's important that uh, when you're talking of leadership and politics those two things cannot be separated yeah i'm going to steal your thunder here yeah, when 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 you look at africa kenya the rural kenya the local kenyan that person living in somewhere in mwanza mwenye or you know that small village out there that person doesn't care whether you have 20 degrees yeah what he cares about is can i come to your home okay. tell you my problems and you address them okay yeah. and that is why i think you know those leaders uh, back then in in the 1990s they didn't have education but you know people voted for them they liked them because they listened to the people and they'll do something about about it uh what we've done with our government positions is we've made them so lucrative such that everybody mm, who wants those, those jobs things of you know i want to be in that position so that i can make a make know, a difference for myself exactly then do you mean that we should strip away all that mm, privileges all those privileges and yeah. be like some other countries where you know even if you are the minister mm. your salary is the same as um, a manager somewhere in in a private organization yes, yes. and that you actually get to work then because you're not there looking to make more money there's a reason why the constitution has more commissions than any other constitution apart from the south african one 
we had the Sara Serem Commission and it is an independent body to make sure that such things are addressed kwamba wabunge si kwamba wao wanaishi maisha marefu wengine wako chini wakati economy but the the MPs themselves looked for ways on how they could actually um what is it called frustrate the so called commission <laughs> i think frustration is a small word dismember the commission and these are the situations that are their leaders just look for ways politicians rather look for ways on how they can frustrate individuals who actually i need for the people the great pl olomomba you remember him i remember him he said he said one thing that has stayed with me for a while now he used to be the chair uh, anti corruption commission at some yeah. point they put him there and then he tried to do his job and uh, when he did his job people brought people from their homes and kicked him out mm, right the big fish the big fish and the same the same chief of anti corruption commission in south africa something happened to him and many other countries we can pick examples in africa if you he said this if for you to stay in power if you're working in an anti corruption commission for example like the kenyan one like the kenyan one you have to be seen to be doing your job but not actually doing it i remember someone once said if you want to stay long in that office eh, you make sure you put on your pretty suit in your office in you do nothing go home in the evening you'll stay in that office for long but if start poking poking no doing your job yeah yeah, yeah. so basically we have a cartel if if you want to use that word or a group of people who have taken hostage of the government we are like a you know a club right and we we run things the way we want as long as we are seen to be doing the right thing yeah. and if somebody comes against us we all launch against that person and kick him out or her out the, the former chief justice made a statement when he was i think in new york he said the kenya system as such is run by cartels and i remember this was after the immediate death that he actually stepped aside is he stepping aside or he had time time yake lisha ah ile ile kitu tunafaa tufanye kitu kwanza ni to create opportunities for young people because right now kiangalia kama vile nilikuwa nasema some time back my youth wengi wenye wako politically politically active they are doing so because they do not they, are, they don't know where else kuna opportunities that look as lucrative people get into politics either as supporters or as campaigners because they think that is the way to the only opportunities mm. they've been exposed to hakuna kitu kingine once this person gets a job that pays him or her they forget about the politics that they used to care about so that should tell you wakati walikuwa wanafanya politics waifanya ati out of because they believe this is the right cause la wanaifanya ndio wapate income one thing you love to know is i'm understand is wakenya bado hawajachoka na hizi vitu there will come a time just like what happened in sudan egypt itafika tu mahali and people will start uh, reacting to this and uh, and i would like to quote babo win on this he oh, say you cannot stop an ejaculation whose time has come but but this one serious quote that even like yeah it was trending in the uk but yeah babo win was trending for that by the way yeah yeah <laughs> that was, like that how serious that quote was so so the ejaculation is the revolution yeah exactly <laughs> I I hope to be televised. <laughs> But the girl was training for for for, for that court. Yeah, we are not tired. Uh Algeria, Algeria were tired. 
South Sudan were tired. They took it to the street. Oh, there is God. no word. How want. many times will we be doing this as Africans? The problem is this. The problem is mm. this. You see, if you look at these other examples, they didn't have a working system. At least here we have a working system. Even In Kenya, yes, yes. You know, it's there's a, there's a, there's something. There's a constitution. Issue is. Can't we demonstrate for the good Why services should we demonstrate? that we deserve? It's not about leadership. Okay, it, it, it's fine. you're getting we, me. We can demonstrate and we've been doing that, but nothing has so been done. So the thing, you know, you've been complaining of water, right? We can't have water running through all through the week. Why can't you demand for that? Must you demand for the removal of the governor, no? After the demonstration, eh, things do change, eh, but they don't change entirely. I can give you an example, eh? Kuna, there's this MCA, is it walifanya demonstration about water hapa ngombeni ngombeni hapa hivi wakafanya maandamano ya maji i think the following week maji took for one week mm-hmm. then it could dry up so i don't think we'll be doing demonstration now and every, every time for to get demonstrations hapa kenya zitaanza kwa siku the working class will start leaving their offices to go demonstrate what we do is just uh, gassing up uh, idol youth ushuzi to to go and have fun Just look at how 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 we are like ati hiyo mfano sana amepea ya maji ya watu walitoka kombani there were very few guys but nakwambia ile siku the working class the twitter class these entitled uh, people elites the elite wataingia street ndio tutaanza demos the best the best well, way to another the, thing. the best way to, yeah. to demonstrate is not going to the streets right the best way to demonstrate i think uh, just a, just a different thought yeah the best way to demonstrate is to do it in parliament yeah okay i'll give you an example of kitui county if you can allow me yeah. um, kitui county has been having problems with their governor mm-hmm. right during the first term the mcas have ganged up together and they go to parliament and they are fighting the issues but i think i think this this issues these problems it's all about identifying them Okay there are both social social challenges around them there are also technical challenges around them there are also environmental challenges around them like for example water we might demonstrate but actually there's no water in the ground what can we do about it you know so you need to look at the whole thing holistically bring every, everybody together you have to coordinate all these stakeholders in 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 your area of operations if it is it is it's a county or the national government bring all the ministries together with it down talk about the issues what's the best way forward how much money are we going to allocate for this and we be true to our plans and actually follow them through to the end and that is where the issues are we don't I, do that i totally agree I don't dispute any of that. However, the problem is we have a we have a we have a problem with the definition of the word demonstration. Demonstration. The moment we think because we've always been sold this idea demonstration you must go to the street uh, storm things, you know. The police the police must come fight you guys, you know. Kuna spoilers ambao wanatuma watu if I can speak yeah, in Swahili. Wanatuma watu wende waende pale waanze kurusha mawe waribu kila kitu. And that's why you always have to have the police to protect your shop, your property, which is out there. Your car which is parked somewhere there. Rofus needs to understand for a fact that um, we've been doing the same kind of thing for a very long time with no results. From universities me, yes. <laughs> people who are paid by politicians to demonstrate, it is your right to demonstrate for your rights, but at the same note how we are going about the same. Must we involve politicians when it, when it comes no, we are not involving them it is and, it is your enemies and that is why with j black said when the 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 working class of kenya when they one day walk out of their office and say enough is enough you know we have we have to we have to be listened to you know 
and being listened to yeah being listened to meaning communicating and who should be listening hmm? now the government be specific the government should be listening who's the government be specific those those who are in authority right now the president in in short yeah. that's what you're saying yeah just say the president just say yeah. the president yeah. exactly as young people we are talking about leadership and as a, as a continent as africa mm. one of the things that ndio maana nilikuwa naongelea mambo ya enlightenment one of the things that we should do is that we are forgetting that we have minds of our own as young people yeah. we've been conditioned so much that is why you'll find that now even as uh, with mudavadi as the the opposition leader people do not they they are not acknowledging that they are not seeing that wamezo have very strong character in raila so any other person who does not fit raila's shoes they they feel like it's, it's an empty void but that's the, the, no that's the problem why does it have to be someone else it's it's not for us to choose the party at the end of the day we, we have responsibilities to these people But to do this for party you wanted a party so that you can be an opposition that's the law that's the law sir that's the law there is something called the political parties act the political parties act dictates how politics is being run when in this country against corruption am i opposing the government you're not opposing the government Thank you. that's what I, that's what i've been driving the point So going for us so who are you standing against by the who are you corruption. addressing those issues corruption because yeah. it will take me it will it will take me to spark another mind and another mind another mind Fine. and be like you know what all be sparked but mm. you are not the that's not what i mean we need a lot of participation from the communities in terms of patriotism it has to come from us as citizens to, ch- to change the law give the president no, we, we cannot repeat doing the same thing over and over we always change the constitution or the law right now we're talking about another referendum changing the constitution how many times will we be doing the same shit exactly the same Getting point no results why, why would a new number identity number make you get better services thank you Actually what I was saying is we I was trying to marry what you are saying and what um, Jacob and Sam are also saying in terms of corruption, for us to get not only corruption in terms of great leadership in getting results there were systems before and projects that were there Americans whoever gov- president atakuwa hizo programs zinaendelezwa umeelewa there's always an agenda with American government Korean government Russian government what is the Kenyan agenda ndio swali nzuri wakati wakati ule president wao wa kwanza yeah. alikuwa alitoa plan ile gorofa wanataka kujenga naona mm. and so every government which has come in have been laying a block block, block for us block. here we start building a house then the next government comes and says no 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 this room should not be here demolish it and you you know and and, and there's this tendency of pulling politics into every agenda for instance even though you don't like the guy but the agenda is so nice you will just say that's another way of his community benefiting we should only look we pol- we do a lot of politics we need to look at these systems how best are we you know who are we planning for basically tutaka tuone kama tunatakapata youth who can change all these things that we see ni mbaya gaddafi took the realms of power when he was 27 years of age 
Umelewa? That was a very good age. Umelewa? Aka transform ile country to it was I think Kenya tujafikia mali when it was at its best we are not yet there but Irene alendesha nchi yake on a small green book on resources alikuwa nani mafuta we have oil in Kenya we have titanium we have uranium we have we have, have limestone don't only video ile video ule mwarabu you know what you saying simply saying we only have oil and we've made a country like this what if ningekuwa kama africa you have diamonds you have gold you, you have, have water you have water, water. Yeah. Clean water. they're using we, ocean we water aje habari wapande nao mimea so i think we have enough resources eh unaona unaona kama story ya petrol let me let me give you a good example unaona story ya sama hata megasirika ya tulo ya tulo oil the way that oil is being transported all the way from to mombasa but it's so sad and if you go around all all producing countries hakuna country na transport mafuta na trucks crude oil na trucks i think but you're building the pipeline yeah we are it is we, we, we have the best brands in kenya in all departments hakuna na plan anza wakasema by the time this this tool will be producing oil because we'll have visibility study wakaona kwamba there's enough oil up if it's going to last us for the next 20 30 years kuna plan kwamba while we are constructing this tuna tunajenga hiyo kama vile base base wakija hapa maumba so anza start mining those trucks will be using those roads to pelekamalia pole why will you call could you have planned before combat we did that look listen that's how it works that's how projects are done but then you find that the person doing this portion is a different contractor from that and that and that okay so some of them will go faster than others and others depending on your company if you are a corrupt whatever if you if, yeah, if you embrace corru- corruption and you're cutting yeah. you're cutting shortcuts to do your work and then you finish the product and then the main man who's the main company which is now supposed to supply comes and looks at it with gas and says mm, poor work repeat what happens there's a delay right so these delays in projects always happen they're always there and they're a challenge and i think it's because again as we say our contractors we have they do shoddy jobs do you think the big four agenda is going to work uh, to me i think the big four agenda had priorities but i wouldn't agree with the priorities uh, to me i think the main priority for the country was not well captured in the big four agenda all right they went they went for some of this infrastructural General, infrastructural yeah. uh, because that was the manifesto when they started so i think they were just pushing it that way i think you have to understand eh, the politics eh, for you to win a seat eh, kama vile unakatia dem you have to kwa mjanja you, you use some lies ujanja ujanja kidogo kuna hii nyimbo professor j inaitwa ndio mzee has anyone listened to that song yeah ndio mzee that's when a politician is campaigning whatever you say ndio i'll put in stadium ndio it's part of life yeah itafika kisumu ndio and when you get to power tutaanza kuuliza Yes yaro yes yaro mbona nafikiri kusumu tuambie bana mlipi tax lipeni za nyumba sasa but at the end of the day it comes down to you as a leader and whether you you portray the leadership skills that you need integrity is very very important within our leaders but they are not but bottom line it can be done we it need is, a good leader it can be done it is possible but we, we can make Kenya great but again. with the structures we with have Trump's strategies with the structures we have i think <laughs> it's going to take us a while okay when that time has come for you know no one can stop the ejaculation i will go to the streets and prostrate nobody can stop the ejaculation okay the current leaders we have those in power are lazy yes the president is in power there are certain things he cannot make a follow up so he has to appoint people to do that However, Salida he must make a follow up. A responsibility. That is, yeah, exactly. That is why that is why we are so surprised with what Magufuli is doing. 
because guy will go we to us. We are not used to. <laughs> yeah, we are not used. Yeah, that's why we are caught by surprise. However, if he like the entire project, he should have sat. I don't think that guy even sat with the designer, the architectures, and all that. Mm. He didn't. He didn't sit with any economists to, to you know, to put that down. You know what? Uh, the, the the home setup. There's a father, a mother, and the kids. However, as a father, you must know the vision of your family. Pass it down. Let each and every member of your family know the vision you have for for them and each and everyone. Same applies to the president. This is the vision for the country now. Well, I need to include such and certain people, even the uh, the so-called um, church leaders. Everyone, the community has to know. Okay, this is the vision I have for you guys. How? Help me see this vision. Help me achieve it. Youth in Africa can be leaders, and they are ready to be leaders because we've always been sold this narrative: you'll be the leaders of tomorrow. You'll be the leaders of tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You'll be the leaders of tomorrow. The reason why we have this demonstrating and uprising because these uh, the youth are tired. When we come to Kenya, we politicize everything to a point whereby we convert a leader into a politician, even when. He's genuinely a leader and he really wants to help. That is one. Another thing, we assume that one is only a, pol- a leader if he is a politician. politician. Yeah. Dr. Sang. Yeah. You remember the, Dr. Yeah, Professor yeah, exactly. Sang. That's yeah. where it all goes wrong. And politicians know this, you know. On my closing remarks, I want to put emphasis on something that Jacob said. As young people, what we should aspire to do is... Uh, there are so many fields that we can go and take positions of leadership in. We don't have to wait for the political, uh, or rather take the political avenue for us to pursue leadership. If you can lead in agriculture, go there and do your thing, as long as you're providing services and uh, help the communities. Just do what you can. That's all. Yeah, I, I don't know when this started, but... Uh I think, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think it's only in Africa, parts of Africa, that co- uh, corruption stems from the local Monainchi all the way up, and trying to resolve that problem is, I think, is going to take not just the government departments and agencies which are dealing with anti-corruption, uh, but it's going to be a communal effort, starting from the home, starting from their house. You know, are we bringing our children in the right ways? Are we giving them access to the right information? Uh, do they have opportunities to go to school? Are they getting the, the public, the basic public services which are provided for in the Constitution? It's, it's a right for all of us to have access to water, health, education, transport services and all that. Are we doing that? If we are failing in providing these services, then corruption finds its way its way in there. Because you know I'm gonna pay I'm gonna pay someone, you know, somewhere to uh, you know to accelerate my passport application in there. Why am I doing that? Because the existing system is not actually performing. The government is not delivering on its mandate. Alright? So failure of government to deliver public services is contributing to corruption, but also we as a community are contributing to that because instead of pushing for changes out there, we are looking for someone who can short change the system so that we can get what we want. But at the end of the day, as youth, I think I'm going to echo the black man's comments. Yeah, the J Black, we need to identify where the challenges are. 
there are so many challenges that we have in Africa. If we can identify them, come up with solutions, pursue the private, uh, the private way, the private sector, try to solve them from, you know, from that side of things. We don't have to be in government for you to be able to solve these problems. I believe uh, we've got a long way to go. And uh, we are at a, at, at a snail pace or a rhinoceros pace. Huh? So, but I, uh, I'm a believer, yes, we can. The youth can change the way leadership thing, all things going are across the country. Just like my friend have said, if you are a youth, so as much PTA avenues are siasa. You can go through other parts, agriculture. I mean, there's a guy in, uh, there's a guy in, uh, is it, is it, is it, is it, that guy, on a truck. This this time round, when it's kuna kianga disana kuna jutsan, there's no there's drought actually. That guy is ana just a truck. Yaki maji ana ingia kwatsavo ana kia wanyama maji. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing it by himself. And the guy around thirty one years of age, so you can imagine. Hmm. After 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 halipi. But after I'm going to come here, so many people have come on board. Actually, in the Kenya wildlife on a realize kuna shorty, they started drilling. A borehole uh, inside the park. So it should start somewhere. If you seek, you can come up with a solution to something. Just come up, do it. People will come on board and help you do it better. Think that, that's all. There's something that is uh, mentioned about um, African youth. Of the many statistics that uh, define Africa's complexity, this may be the most important one. With 200 million people between the age of 15 and 24, Africa has the youngest population in the world. The demographics have been expected to double by 2045. African youth population are ticking time bomb. Um, Engaging Africans' youth is therefore critical and has to become a top priority to African governments and other stakeholders. It is encouraging that some progress has been made according to what we've been discussing. For example, the African Union's theme for 2017 was harnessing demographic dividends through investment in youth. But the question is, is this really being realized? Are African youthful leaders um, actually contributing positively towards the political, economical, and social aspects of their countries that they are representing? So many governments, like the American government, has had a number of programs within African countries, like uh, the YALI program, whereby they mentor young, youthful leaders into becoming better business persons, um, politicians, and people within the society and government officials uh, all together. However, the contribution of these young people to their countries is wanting. On that remark, we would love to love you and leave you and thank you so much for listening. The About You podcast is proudly sponsored by Diani Reef Resort and Spa, which is not a hotel. It's a way of life. Jacob, Sam, Jay Black, Rufus and myself say Asante Sana for listening because this is about you.